This is HNN. Good evening. This is HNN. You're not even remotely close to around the clock. Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. News, reactions, reviews, theory crafting, and more source. I am Celiac Sarah, one of your hosts. And as usual, I am joined by my host, Pico Burrito. Pico, how are you? I'm doing great. Three weeks in a row. It's 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 yeah. almost like this is becoming like a, a full-time podcasting mm. thing. So. <laughs> it's something. It's it's something. <laughs> uh, it's it's not bad. We've had like a lot of news though. We have. It, it's it's been an exciting end of the year. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think we officially got the unofficial announcement from CG that they're going into full on shutdown mode after today. Right. With, uh, all of the updates that we got uh, early in the month, where we typically get them to the end. But yeah, we're uh, we're we're wrapping up twenty twenty two. That's right. That's what year it is, right? Twenty twenty two. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh man, a lot of exciting stuff. So. Yeah. So it's uh. It's definitely headed into holiday season for them, which is fine. That's not the end of the world, I don't think. We all expect that. So lots of stuff going on this week. Uh, some yeah. new stuff, some stuff we expected. Uh, that that Treya on Necron was actually delivered after being you know released last week. So <laughs> <laughs> which i think is just so funny can i say that they're like yeah you're getting this omicron and then they didn't push push yeah. that part of the patch and it's like <laughs> oh anyway that's fine <laughs> um yeah so we have territory battles are actually live now they're live we've been playing them for i guess today is day three yep right yeah um the afra event is in game we got our kit it, it's there it's it's uh we're about what two hours into the kit we it, she's mm-hmm. or into the the event um not the easiest thing is is the feedback right now so yeah which is uh, kind of scary bit of a struggle so yikes, yikes but it looks like a great kit we'll we'll talk about that but it, it looks it looks like it's a ton of fun so right, right. which is good just i think we all kind of expected a star killer level of difficulty yeah, yeah. um and then they released the set six datacron info today. They're just pumping everything out because yeah. uh, set six won't start, I think, until the 26th. Because that's Correct. the next conquest. So, like, they're just pumping everything out before they go on their Christmas break. And then, obviously, the content update today pushed Afra's event out and a couple characters farmable and all this fun stuff. I, I like to think that, you know, Last week we brought up that you know the datacron stuff normally comes out like right before the next set of of or the next uh, uh, conquest launches, mm-hmm. and and I like to think that you know Meathead was listening to HNN okay. on Thursday morning as he does. Yeah, and went oh no, I got to do that, and that's what actually accelerated this thing kind of moving forward. It was you know it was just kind of our gentle reminder to Meathead because we know you listen, we we know you're there, right. You know, it's there's no need to save it for the end. We all know it's coming. We want to know what, what's coming out next. So um where do you want to start? Uh do we want to start with with uh do you know what? Why don't why don't we um we want to go through headlines and then we'll we'll launch into maybe some territory battles. Is that the way to, to go after this? I think so. Okay. Yeah. Um okay, so let's look at the did you read Afra's kit? Oh, I've read it. 
<laughs> I, I read it. And um, again, it's, it's, um, she is active live in my account in modded. So um, oh, man. I, I have her. Yes. Uh, I have a problem. Oh, man. <laughs> you are ready to go. Okay. I, I am ready. Uh, okay. So the first thing I noticed that I thought was interesting is that she summons a uh, commando droid. Yes. Yeah. So I figured that was kind of, kind of fun. Um, okay. So I did read her kit. I kind of like glossed over it and I was like, I think I understand this. There's a very good chance. I don't understand what's happening, but. Well, and I think, and as we kind of talked to this, I think part of the challenge is, is, is the team that's going to surround her finished like are all the tools in game or is there mm. something else coming and we'll kind of talk about where that, that sits. Um, you did get the joy of, uh, I, I know a number of people have, have told me this is one of my best qualities, but uh, when the kit dropped and we saw the synergy suggestions of BT one trip zero HK 47 and IG 88, I do believe you got a direct message that said, I'm pretty sure someone said that this is what was going to be the team. So I, I, I was uh, very, very, uh, uh, you know, kind of expecting to kind of see uh, HK and IG-88 as, as recommendations. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we'll see some other characters there as well that that uh, uh, Tilo, actually, I, I heard on their podcast back in November, uh, one of the characters, and we'll talk about that, which, again, is, a, is a, I think it's going to be a great call out. So uh, you want me to read? Yeah, go for All it. Right. It's This is your, I feel like this is your baby. <laughs> <laughs> so Dr. Afra, she is a dark side support scoundrel leader. Uh, okay. I was surprised. I was expecting her to have a droid tag as well, like uh, mm. uh, Chupio. Um, I, I thought that that was, was how they were going to do that. Uh, but she's got a number of different cool things as part of her kit. I think the biggest piece uh, that we'll hear about, um, she inter- she brings in the siphon mechanic from Slicker. Yeah. But only uh, siphon for potency, and her kit is going to be based off of potency. So she's kind of very uh, Tarkin esque as to kind of how that that runs along. So, yeah, that's uh, a that's a great point. So let's uh, jump into this. So abilities: her basic uh, destructive evacuation, mm-hmm. uh, because again, she is an archaeologist. Uh, final <laughs> text: deals special damage to target enemy. If they are a droid, stun them for one turn. On Afra's turn, she gains 10% max protection, stacking to, uh, to a maximum of 50%, and two siphon until the end of the encounter. Like now, the number two. Like that's was the way that I read it. Was like two stacks of siphon is is the way that that I read that to be. Um, the I believe the icon is the same as mm-hmm. for uh, Slicker, but I, I think in, in one of the questions they said it's just behind the scenes. There's a mechanic that it's pulling the right piece, which probably we should all go check to make sure that she's not pulling mastery out right now because yeah. you know that's that's one of those those quirks that happens. So um, her first special dangerous tech, which is a Zeta and has mm-hmm. a cooldown of three. Um, the final text, uh, inflict accuracy down for two turns on a target enemy. Dark side allies gain potency up for two turns and 10% turn meter. Dark side droid allies gain critical damage up, offense up for two turns and recover 30% health and protection. 
revive a random non-separatist dark side droid ally bt1 and triple zero <laughs> so three potential revives three potential revives that, that that come along with that um and again very much uh you know the all of the all of the caveats around don't bring general grievous and his friends to this team they don't play well you right know, we'll, we'll see that over and over through the whole thing so this is this is interesting too because this is really also going to separate your droids in terms of separatists non-separatist dark side for her yep. and non-separatist for sortie correct correct yeah oh, um sortie you know, I haven't sat down to take a look at what Sortie's going to look like moving forward because I think that there's, especially with what Dash does on a on a you know, uh, Datacron by Datacron set kind of basis. So, um, I still don't get that that kit maybe a little bit. So, mm -hmm. uh, now one of the great things about Potency Up as part of this this is also uh, her two droids, the murder droids. In fact, all of the dark side droids have a ton of debuffs associated with them, so it's just going to help land those debuffs. Yeah, that's a good um, point. So this still is part of this. At the start of battle, if there were no Galactic Legend allies and all allies are Dark Side Droids, Dark Side Scoundrels, Kersantan, or Darth Vader, summon a hacked commando droid, and on the Zeta, if the hacked commando droid is already present, inflict breach and target lock on an enemy for two turns and call hacked commando droid to assist dealing damage again as true damage with an additional damage equal to 20% of Afra's potency. So, okay, this is where I got, this is the first thing yeah. that I got confused with, but then I think I just cleared it up. So basically, the hacked commando droid is going to be there when the battle starts. She does not actually need to do this. No, she she oh. needs to, that, well, let, let me, you know, that's I, I haven't seen it in play, but in the last mission and I won't go into the mission if folks are folks want to see it, but you do get to use her and you needed to bring the droid into the battle. Okay. But I don't know if that's because the event kit didn't have the Zeta, but I, I read this as yeah, I will, we'll, I'll, I'll have to test that. Um, what, what I actually, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that you need to use this as your first ability because it's not a unique. Right. And there shouldn't be something that would trigger a special from happening at the start. It right. It would be different if this, was on the, if this was on a unique as opposed to a special. And I think that's where I'm getting confused because I was reading it as if it was a unique. And then I was like, well, then how do you get the droid back? Yeah. Yeah. Um, because the, it says battle, not encounter. Um, but if it's her special... Then I guess every time you use it, if the droid's not there, the droid will yeah. come back. What I what I don't like about this ability, and I in general I don't like this, are are revive type mechanics mm -hmm. that you use early in the fight. Right. There is a there's a three droid revive that's part of this that you're going to use as your first ability. So it immediately it goes onto a cooldown, onto a three turn cooldown. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. It sits behind it. So um Okay, I think I understand why they worded it this way. Sorry, I just worked it out in my brain. Because yep. I'm like, this is a really weird way to word things to say at the start of battle, but yeah. it's not a unique. It's the caveat for no Galactic Legends, all Correct. allies. So 
you can't go into it and have like one light side, hope they die and then use this Yeah, because all of your allies are okay. So glad we worked that out. And (laughs) there's been a bunch of messages about this. Uh, It's, it's interesting, but um, Kersantan is a dark side scoundrel. Um, Mm -hmm. So I don't know why he specifically called out uniquely, but uh, you know, there's some people that mentioned it and, Frankly, they're they're really inconsistent with the kit with this as well for, on, on some of those cases. So right, uh, that is special one, uh, mm-hmm. special two, and and I think at the bottom the, the the commando droid has a bunch of abilities underneath it. We'll, we'll get into those abilities, but um, think about it like the geo brood brood alphas, right. uh, the brute in the, in that kit. So um, special two, uh, rogue archaeology. It is an omnicron and it has a cooldown of four. Mm-hmm. Uh, final text deals special damage to all enemies, increase their cooldowns by one, and inflict doubt on them for two turns. Afra siphons potency from target enemy, which can't be resisted. This ability can't be countered. That's really nice. Mm-hmm. Siphon potency, gain a percentage of potency equal to the unit's siphon until the end of the encounter, and the target loses that much potency. Stacking excludes raid bosses and galactic legends. And then while in 5v5 Grand Arena, so this is the Omicron, deal bonus damage to target enemy based on 50% of Afra's potency, inflict buff immunity, healing immunity, stagger on target enemy for two turns. Yikes. So AE damage to everybody, they can't counter, and in Grand Arena, she does a bunch of extra damage to the target and then just locks them up. And you've increased their cooldowns. And you've increased cooldowns by one. Like that's nuts. Um, I'm interested or curious if when she does this, do, do her stacks of siphon go away and she starts over, or do does she just keep building them? She keeps building them. I've seen nothing in the kit to to imply that they go away. Right. Um, the the way I always look at anything that that reduces cooldowns, my immediate question is: Can I make her faster than cat? <laughs> get it off on a Kenobi team like that that's always the the big the big question so um so that is her second special um Man. now her leader so again here we get into the book uh spended doctorate it is a Zeta and an Omnicron final text uh at the start of battle Dr. Afra gains max health and max protection equal to 30 percent of her potency and if BT1 or Trip Zero are an ally, she gains 50% turn meter for each. Dark side allies have 20% offense. Dark side droids, Darth Vader and Karsen also have 20% max health. They clarified this in the questions. Mm-hmm. She gets 50% for BT1, 50% Trip Zero. So she starts at 100% turn meter. Ooh at the start of a battle and that is not on the omicron that is just so so when they talk about these three are going to be stuck together yeah they are going to be stuck together for that reason what right there so she's going first outside of like a han or a watt right yeah because it doesn't matter how fast you are she's yeah. already at 100 percent. yep yeah absolutely. holy so now Whenever a dark side ally inflicts a debuff, they gain 5% offense for one turn, and Afra gains 5 siphon until the end of the encounter. 
If Dark Side Ally is a droid, Darth Vader, or Kersantan, they instead gain 10% offense for one turn, and Afra instead gains 10 siphon until the end of the encounter. <laughs> Whenever Afra, BT1, Trip Zero, Inflicted Debuff, or are critically hit, they gain 10% turn meter. Now, all of the Dark Side droids you can use, mm-hmm. Vader and Kersantan, every ability that they have has at least one debuff on And this is, like, I'm reading this as per debuff. Yes. Now, it's, I, I think where there was a caveat someplace, Vader's dots don't count as two, they count as one. So I mm. think it's per instance of the debuff, but not stacks of the debuff. If I remember. And, and like, actually, okay. BT's got a bunch of them as well. I thought I saw that someplace. Well, maybe, maybe I'll, we'll, we'll figure out that I'm wrong there. So, um, but they're gonna get turn meter. I mean, it's 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 gonna they're gonna go. Um, whenever an enemy falls below thirty percent health, they are inflicted with expose and speed down for two turns, which can't be evaded or resisted. Mm-hmm. While in five v five grand arena, dark side droid and dark side scoundrel allies have fifty percent critical avoidance and thirty speed. Afra <laughs> has fifty percent potency. Whenever a dark side droid or dark side scoundrel ally inflicted debuff on an enemy, they gain 10% turn meter limit once per turn. Ooh. So so this is the one where I think like I the way I read this is if so because I I don't know enough of the kits. Well, like so take Carsantin in, in his uh take his first special and inflicts two debuffs on the target. You're only going to get 10% turn meter. It's only going to be one debuff per character. But if you have right. an AE, like in the case of burning on BT1, right. you're going to get, you potentially could get 50% turn meter after that. Man, that little guy's going to go. He's just going to go. Um, oh, yeah. And, and then while enemies are debuffed, they have minus 20% tenacity. <laughs> so you're more likely to keep debuffing them. <laughs> right. Um. Right. I'm curious, and I I don't know if you know this. This is more like an order of operations question. Yep. Um, because you have her leadership, and then you have her Omicron that's on her leadership. Mm-hmm. So at the start of battle, she gains max health and max protection equal to 30% of her potency. Does that trigger before her Omicron comes in where she has plus 50% potency is my question. So I I believe so. Because I've I've always thought that the way this worked is the base stat it's it's based off of base character stats mm-hmm. and then really what she's getting is it would be max health off of thirty percent of her potency and then her potency would become you know one hundred fifty percent or whatever it is from from that that point moving forward so um, and and I'm sure if if I'm wrong we'll we'll chat will correct us because um again this is the best part of chat is that you can say whatever you want and then they tell you no you're an idiot well i always look at like you know how on dot gg you can like fall into the into the abilities and see how they're broken down in the order of operations and stuff and i always get lost in it whenever i'm trying to figure something out and i'm just curious like the the steps that this would go through i guess we could have just looked it up on dot gg but it and to put it in perspective, though, kind of where you're going to be sitting. So I I modded my Afra tonight before we jumped on. Mm-hmm. And I've got her sitting at 150% before anything else. So she'll be at she'll be at 200% before 
right? But so even if it's 30% of that value, it's 30% of 150 or so it's, it's roughly, she's getting 50% max health and protection. Right. On top of what's already there. That's insane. Yeah. Oh that, my goodness. That's just craziness. So, oh my goodness. Ugh. And uh, again, in notice, or it said uh, base 30 or plus 30 speed. She's got about a 174 base speed. So not too fast, but, but not <laughs> slow. Um, you add on some, some speed here and there and, and, and she'll be kind of up there and going pretty quick, but again, I mean, she's, gonna, she's going first. I, I also feel like she's going to gain her and the team are gaining so much turn meter anyway, yeah. that I, I almost think speed might be a secondary concern. Yeah. It's, it's going to be potent soon. Yeah, man. It, it's, it, it really is. Um, so Unique one droid savant, which is also an Omicron. I think mm -hmm. this is the third of three. Right. Um, final text at the start of Afra's turn. She, dark side droid, dark side scoundrel, Darth Vader, and Kersan allies gain defense, offense, tenacity, equal to 30% of Dr. Afra's potency until the start of her next turn. <laughs> so, uh... yeah, hang on that for one second. Hack Commando Droid Ally instead gains 60%. While she is active, if BT-1 or Triple Zero are allies, they have 20% potency and plus 20 speed. So, there, so there's a couple of things there. The first is, as her potency goes up from Siphon, mm -hmm. their stats go up as well because it's, it's on a turn-by-turn -turn <gasps> basis. You're right. I just realized that it says at the start of her turn. Yeah. Oh, so they're going to so, be ramping. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're, you know, we're never going to let Kylo Ren happen with his ramping offense ever again. We're right. just going to let this whole team ramp. This is like a snow <laughs> serious snowball effect. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, and then uh, she gives under, under in GAC under the Omicron, she gives 50 speed to, to BT1 and triple zero as well, because they're going to get 20 from this ability, 30 from 30 off of her leadership from that side. Jeez. So, okay. So they're going fast too. Yep. The first time a dark side droid ally falls below 50% health, they gain protection up for 40% for two turns. Um, and then while in 5v5 Grand Arenas, the first time a non-separatist dark side droid or dark side scoundrel ally falls below 20% health, they gain damage immunity for one turn. Mm -hmm. Whenever a dark side droid is defeated, they inflict damage over time on all enemies for two turns. So all of that other fun stuff of TM gain and all those other pieces. Yeah. Inflict an additional damage over time for two turns for each relic level that character has. So if you have, let's just say Relic 7. Yep. You inflict an additional 7 damage over times. Correct. To every single enemy. Correct. And and, and that is, so dark, they inflict them on, on all enemies. So that would be 8 dots on the entire field. And by the way, she can bring them right back with her revive. Right. And then you get more dots. <laughs> then you get more dots. Oh my gosh. And, and, by, and by the way, so think about that. You're essentially getting eight, 80% turn meter per character, which means if they die, she's just going to take the next turn. Right. 
So immediately she gets to pop everybody back up. Man, you you would better land an ability block on her is is the way that it the way that it looks. Yeah. Um, holy. And then Afra, uh, non-separatist dark side droids, dark side scoundrels, and Gersantin are immune to ability block. Ah <laughs> 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 oh, man. So it doesn't it doesn't so matter. That that's only that's only in, in uh Grand Arena. Uh, or yeah, GAC with, with right. the, the Omicron on there. So now, so that that's Afra's kit. Um, her her little hacked commander droid guy. And if, if you're not sure which one the commander droid is, um, he's the big bug-eyed guy from light side territory battles with the big saber that always that seems to just randomly just, you know, you forget about him until they just murderize someone. So um basic um infillade, uh, sure, we'll, we'll make that word up. Yeah. Uh, deal physical damage to target enemy. All allies without offense up gain offense up for two turns. Okay. Uh, special is besiege. Uh, cooldown three. Deal physical damage to target enemy and call a random ally to assist. Uh, special lunging strike. Deal physical damage to target enemy and inflict armor shred for the rest of the battle. This attack deals twenty percent more damage for each buff and debuff on the target enemy. Enemies defeated by this ability can't be revived. That is the light side territory battle, just murder uh, ability. Yeah. And then unique summon this unit scale with the summoner stats and all the things. You know, it can only go if there's an ally slot available. It can't be, can't go into mm-hmm. raids. Doesn't count on death. Um, escapes if there's no other combatants and or combatants and uh, can't be revived. The summon unit exists in the slot already. Right. So. Oh. Yeah. That is a lot. She sounds awesome. She I does. was so I was immediately thinking you're you're talking about let's say territory battles. I'm also thinking, um, um, let's say territory battles on Tatooine. The modifier there is that every other turn, everyone gets dots, your yeah. side and their side. So oh. you you get they get dots. Yeah. I don't know if that would trigger the turn meter stuff, and but like you're gonna be that's a debuff on them. Yeah. You're gonna be debuffing yeah. them even more and going even more, like giving them more dots than what they already have, basically yeah. from the modifier. I don't know, just thinking out loud. Um, but yeah. So, so the the big question that I have on the on the kit, and so to me, this feels like an offensive team. I, I just yeah. anytime anytime you see stacking offense and stacking offense, I just I, I know there are people who are probably trying to build it as defense defensive team, but to me this feels like just take something out that you shouldn't. Um, the problem that I that I see in the kit right now is um, dark side droids. There is no available tank, right? Any of her in any of the conditions, with the exception of one character. Crusade. Yeah. And there, there's some, and, and it's interesting. And I, I, I took a look at him today and I was, I was trying to break it down. And, and what's interesting is the way that his kit is written. It's very much written in this format of here's something he does. Mm-hmm. And then here's what happens if Hut Cartel is there. Right. Here's okay. something he does. This is the Hut Cartel. And, and I wonder in like some of these pieces, like his, his, uh, his Omnicron in, Grand Arena doesn't carry over onto this team. But I wonder if there's just not 
a way to build this that Gamar Gamorian Guard stays with Jabba. Tarsantin comes over and kind of acts as his tank because he's got some interesting things like um, on his basic, he inflicts shock and he interacts with shock. Well, Strip Zero has shock on his basic as well. So there's some synergy that's there from that standpoint. There's some of his health up in some of the credit avoidance pieces that he gets from the Hut Cartel piece does translate over into this kit from this side. Um, the other interesting piece is, you know, Vader loses his Datacron shortly. And, you know, do you stick him back on a Lord Vader team or does he come over here and just be another dot master as part of that team as well? Right. So, I was wondering that, like, do you, do you really want to pull Vader from wherever you have him right now living? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but there's a certain piece of me that says this is a trooper team mm -hmm. that I just need one turn. Just give me one turn is all that I need. And I am never going to concede turns back to you for the entire time. And I'm just going to wipe you off the map to, to see what happens. So uh, it, it will be interesting of, uh, to see how this shakes out with everyone. So. Yeah, I'm super, I'm, I'm really interested in hearing what you're going to do with her. So I do know that I, I had um, a bunch of, Omnicron mats, and mm -hmm. I dropped three on her. I dropped one on Trip Zero, and I didn't realize I was six short of going to to BT One. So I'm gonna I'm gonna Omnicron up this entire team uh, tonight when we get done. I'm gonna run her on Tatooine because uh, that's that's where we're at in the middle, correct? In territory battles, yeah, we're in Tatooine. Mm -hmm. Yep. So uh, I'm going to run that with uh, Carsantin, the droids, and I think it'll probably be IG-88 um, because he's got some some health up. And frankly, he's the right relic level is the, is the bigger piece right now. So right. uh, it, it'll, it'll be interesting to see kind of where, where she shakes out. She looks like a lot of fun. Uh, lots of damage is, is what I expect from this. So yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm very interested in hearing this. So you've done the event, obviously. You have, have her unlocked. Yeah. yeah. Uh, how how was that? <laughs> so five waves. Mm -hmm. The first wave is Hondo. The second wave of the droids. Third wave is Sana. The fourth. I'm sorry, only four waves. The fourth wave is kind of a made up team. To to the last wave is fun. It's really fun. Um, with without spoiling it. Um, Vader gives you a command, and if you don't follow it, it's over. It's pretty cool. Um, the Hondo mission was tough, um, and I think it's a little too much RNG. Mm -hmm. uh, the droids wasn't that bad once kind of figured it out. Um, the, the Sauna mission, I had to bring her up to R7. I just couldn't get her to survive long enough. She was going there anyway, but I would just say for anyone who's kind of building up to Afra to get, to get there, the, the requirements are R5. I think you'll probably need R7 to get through it. Um, the good news is we need to relic all these characters anyway for territory battles. So it's probably not a bad way to go from that, that side as well. So, Right. Um, You're going to want to use them. Yeah. I mean, she has a ton of missions. She does. Not as and, many as, as Jabba, but she does have quite a few. So, And, and keep in mind with, with uh, BT that, that at the start of his first turn, he doubles his offense. Right. So if you take him up to R7, I mean, it's basically you're getting double the value out of it at that point. So I, I yeah. That's um, nuts. And yeah, uh, Jeremiah Ortega actually said in there, and this is actually a great call out. 
um, probe droid in territory mm -hmm. battles with the Omega because he blows up and comes back and blows up and comes back. So um, I think that might be a really good one there as well. Uh, I, I just don't have relic material to do it right now. <laughs> I know. I know. This is this is the <laughs> downside. I'm like, yeah. which we yeah. can we can get into my relic crunch later. But yeah, it's it's a lot. So, so. I, I'm excited. Uh, I, I think that they delivered on a really cool kit. Um, mm -hmm. I love that there's there's Carsant and Synergy because that was, you know, for again, and I've talked about this before in the in the comics, it was kind of her hired muscle uh for, for a bit of the a bit of it. And then she worked for Darth Vader, so they, they built in some of the, the Vader synergy. Um Tilo actually brought that up on their podcast back in November. Mm -hmm. And when he said it, I gasped. I had never considered like I gasped loud enough. I was raking leaves in the front yard that my neighbor actually asked me if I was okay. Like you know, was like, <laughs> I'm like, no, I just heard something really cool on a podcast I was listening to. So um uh, yeah, it, but uh yeah, it, it's looks like it's gonna be a ton of fun. So yeah. Um and she's so she is a legacy event. We yep. kind of discussed this the other day in our server, um, which means she's going to be there all the time. So it's not going to be like Grand Inquisitor that disappears and we don't know when I, when he's coming back because they're not following the cadence. Yep. Um, so you don't have to worry about if you, if you do want her, but you don't want to like panic farm her or buy the shards or whatever you need. You, yep. you can get her. The, the other thing I'll say though is, you know, there's, there's really kind of three things in front of everybody for farming right now. Mm -hmm. It's the Inquisitors, it's it's Jabba, and it's it's Afra. And again, in, insert your your Galactic Legend that that's not Jabba as well, right? Um, I, I I do think she's third on the list. Yeah, I agree with you. You know, it, you'll yeah. we'll probably see some videos, and all the videos that always come out are always super exciting when they, when you know kind of when characters first come out. Push her down a little bit. Probably mm -hmm. don't need her as is part of. I, I think Grand Inquisitor is above Jabba because I, I think, yeah, of the timing aspect. But Jabba is just such a great kit, and and all the other benefits that come along with it. Um, yeah, she would be third on the list. Yeah, and really, there's four. If you think about, um, people are also still going after Profundity. Yep, absolutely. Um, so, or whatever ship that you're going after, Executor, whichever capital ship it is, but. Feel like there's always a ship there <laughs> yeah yeah um yeah sweet she she sounds good uh i'm definitely excited to get her yeah. at some point I, I have no idea and i think she has a relic nine mission on phase six does she so we're, we're gonna see we're gonna see this team all the way up there eventually just um not anytime soon yeah i um I won't lie, I did like go through the map a little bit in terms of planning the missions out and figuring out the map and the path and all that kind of stuff. Um, and once I got to like phase four, I was like, we're not getting past this for a while. So there's no point in me yeah. going any further. Yeah. Um, I, I can call it. So, yeah. Um, okay, so that's Afra. <laughs> uh, they also released the Datacron set six stuff yep. today which i don't know how in detail we want to go into it i didn't i didn't i've kind of kept going back to it and then leaving and then going back to it and whatever um it is so set six is going to start on the the 26th so that yeah. is a month the monday after christmas is when conquest starts back up again 
And that's when we'll be able to start. Yeah. That's when we'll be able to start doing all of the data cron farming and stuff like that again. Um, So this is dark side for droids, scoundrels. And question on that. Does it, does it start the 26th or Mm -hmm. is the 26th the off week? No. Wait. So next week's the 19th and that's week three, right? Uh, oh yeah, that might be the off. Yeah, but that's right. That's the the off week. But we'll get we'll get the they'll oh. roll in um to the stores mm-hmm. that week. Yes. Yeah. But the twenty sixth. Ah, uh, yeah. Conquest starts the twenty sixth. Oh, that's right. Conquest. I'm sorry. I was thinking of it in terms of of Grand Arena. Excuse me. No, yeah, but it is it is the Grand yeah. Arena off week. Off I was week, trying but to it's remember. Conquest. You're you're right. Yep. Yep. <laughs> sorry. No, no. I was trying to remember. It's also <laughs> this is already happening. We're not even. Uh, we're not even into doing this territory battle every time, and I'm already like. Which territory battle yeah. was it supposed to be? Was it supposed to be light side or dark side this time? Um, but yeah, it's it is off week of GAC yep, you're right, you're right. conquest and territory battles live. Uh, so yeah. Anyway, um, man, I just melted my brain. <laughs> but droid, scoundrel, and inquisitorious yes. is the the factions, the level fives. And then you've got a whole bunch of dark side characters at level nine. Um, nothing really crazy in terms of, I think, game breaking stats. There's no dodge. There's nope. no health steal. Nope. So uh, no armor either. This is all yeah. kind of the, the the these all actually. As I'm kind of looking through the list, these are all uh, mod primary stats. Yeah, that's with the a exception good, good of speed. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and I think that was that was the feedback I think we got from the community over the past couple of months is that they really liked the stat aspect of it, right? Um, and and the the character list is interesting. Uh, it it kind of looks like a little bit of the who's who of what was released this year. Yeah, it is, and and honestly, I'm expecting more of this. Like, yeah. You've got, um, I mean, I don't know why Grand Inquisitor and Seventh Sister specifically are bolded out of the Inquisitors. Because the other two sets, it looks like it's the new characters yeah. bolded. So is is this a typo or is that really IG-86? Oh, let's go see. If it is really IG, let's see if it says IG-86 down here. It is IG-86 Sentinel Droid. Oh, uh, that's going to be another one of those like weird Night Sister ones that if you have it, it's just going to murder something. Uh. Uh, so whenever he critically hits an enemy, gains damage immunity for one turn, which can't be copied, 25% turn meter, and blinds that enemy for one turn. If the enemy was target locked, they also gain protection up 100% for two turns, retribution, and speed up for two turns. That is a good level nine. But who has an R7 IG-86? Well, I have one at R5, so... Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, that's huh. that's crazy. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's, it's an interesting list. I, I think what's... 
this is what I I think they went away from this in the last set. What I don't like about this is so just just look at so the Inquisitors. You're only running at best two of these mm-hmm. in three v three, but right. there's there's five of them. Um, BT one trip zero and Afra. You're only running one of those three at any point in time. You're never going to split those those characters up. So right the you know you've got a on the droid side you've got a a one in six chance of getting the one that you want. But if if the Afra one turns out to be the best a third of these are going to be wasted at that point. Right. So, um, yeah, we'll, that, we'll see. Man, it, it's going to be interesting. Um, I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to the fact that I'll be able to use the Inquisitorious yep. Datacrons since I do have them Relic 5 and I will have them Relic 7 when this rolls out because I'll need them Relic 7 for, for Reva. Um, I am, I'm not going to lie, I am a little disappointed that it's another dark side set. Yeah, yeah. I, and I get, so I know the argument, I'm just going to get this out there. I know the argument exists that, you know, scoundrels, for example, you could get a a level six scoundrel datacron and use it with your light side scoundrel team. Yeah. It will still trigger. They just won't get the level three bonus and they'll get the stats. And I get that. It's just that I would like some level three light side yeah. bonuses. So the the one that I saw that I think we're gonna see some shenanigans with is mm-hmm. um at the start of the encounter, the weakest ally gains 20% turn meter for every I assume yeah. dark side ally. I just wonder if there's some we're gonna see like, oh, I stripped all of my mods off of you know, so and so, so they got it. So they got the first turn because does that does that change kind of anything that happens in the game that way to, to guarantee hundred percent turn meter? Like paper zombie type stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, having gotten all the way through these, I, I think, I think in general, I no dodge. That that's the big thing that everyone kind of wants to hear at, at this point. So, um, and. We'll see. Uh, hopefully everyone has a lot of time off between Christmas and, and New Year's so that they can actually digest all of these and, and kind of figure out what are the best ones that we need to go for. We, you, need to, you need to get on your roster. So, Yeah. Um, hopefully, because it's going to be a lot. And, and, oh no, it's not, it's not a new Conquest series. That's good. Yep. It'll be the last one, so we're still kind of on autopilot mode. We've yeah. figured out the feats and all that kind of stuff, so... That is kind of nice that it's not a new conquest because I yep. think that would be a lot to yeah. have a new conquest. I mean, it's going to happen eventually when when the it it will line up pattern wise that we will have a new conquest with a new set of datacrons with with territory battles happening. Yeah. So that is the downside, but yeah, nothing too crazy i don't think um i what i do like is whenever we have multiple factions it seems like they've been giving a lot of the bonuses across the factions it's just yeah whenever scoundrels or whenever droids and then you've got 
So you have a lot of the same level six ones. It just depends on whether you roll scoundrel or druid or inquisitorious. Um, so I, I do like that. These, these level three abilities, I, I think we're going to see a lot of people building up level threes. I mean, there's the 20% the turn meter one. Mm -hmm. um, whenever an ally uses a basic ability, they gain speed up for two turns. Oh, hello, troopers. Yeah. That's a, that's a nice little little one right there. Um, honestly, the, the basic ability, critical chance up, critical damage, and, and offense up, that's going to be a nice one as well. Um, mm -hmm. Tank allies defeated, revive at 100%, reset cooldowns, and they gain a bonus turn. Again, that's a so put that on C and watch those tanks that always seem to die right off the bat while he was there. Well, they're coming yeah. right back. So, um, yeah, it, I guess I guess there is a health steal up, although it's not health steal up isn't nearly as as bad as, as the other ones. So, um, right, but they're they're it's it's interesting because it's evasion up, health steal up, and health up for two turns. Yep. So they're all very interesting. It's an interesting one on for scoundrels. Whenever an enemy is defeated by blank ally, that enemy can't be revived. So you're basically giving execute to all of your scoundrels. Yeah, uh, that that's an interesting one. Um, hmm. It's it's going to be an interesting set. Um. Yeah, that is going to be an interesting one for scoundrels. Man. So yeah, this will start in two weeks, two-ish two weeks, weeks. Yeah. Give or take all the farming. Um, but they'll hit the store next week. So before Christmas. If they would hit on Friday the 23rd, they, yeah. sh they should hit. They'll hit the Datacron so. store and then on the 26th we'll start yep. Conquest. So we'll see how how that is. Um Okay, and then the only other thing we got today, we got the January calendar, which is named Captain January. Okay, sure. Uh, I didn't know we named calendars so. now, but uh, all right. We do if we're meathead. <laughs> so, Cogstarn is logging character? Yeah. That's good logging character. Yeah, I think that that's great. And then there's nothing really that stands out in terms of events. Um, uh, except it's wrong. What's wrong? Sorry. Because oh, these are the January events. I'm sorry, I was looking at yes. December, and I was thinking, why was I not seeing the double dips? But yeah, this would be for oh. January. So yes, um, January because yeah. they're on they're on holiday mode. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Nothing. Nothing too crazy. Um, and then they're just just the content update that was pushed today. So trip zero and BT one are farmable. They're both on dark side or sorry. They're both on regular energy farms two a and two B of light or dark, but they're low, they're low energy. They're low energy, shards, which is, which is nice. So yeah, it makes it considerably yeah. uh, faster. I did see some, I wouldn't say some complaints. I would say some, some hopeful suggestions that because they are so attached to each other, they should have been on the same node. <laughs> um, you know, that's, I, I think it's a phenomenal Christmas wish, but I don't think we're going to actually see that delivered. No. Uh, by, by CG at all. So. No, unfortunately. So, and then, like you said earlier, Treya's Omicron was pushed yeah. in. And the interesting thing, I don't know if people caught this or not. 
updated Moff Gideon's leader to include its functionality for 3v3 galactic <laughs> challenges. Oh, galactic challenges. If there's anything that... I, at first I read that and I was like, okay, Grand Arena, that makes sense. Cool. Yeah. And then, then I was like... Grand Arena. Right. And now I'm like, no, no, no. Galactic challenges. 3v3 galactic challenges. How is it somehow they're going to take two characters out of the fight on both sides and it's still going to be take longer to finish than than the previous ones? It really is. It it really is, sadly. So nothing too too crazy though. Um but yeah, that nothing. I know we've seen a couple of weird things with territory battles so far, and I don't expect them to push any fixes while it's live. So nope. Uh, I don't. I don't think that'll be the case. So I think we're pretty much good until territory battles is over. In, ter- in terms of fixes, there, if there's anything to do, which there is, and I'm sure we're going to see a bunch of like super random ones, like you know, when a Java's on a dark Jawa's on a dark side team in the middle section, you know, protection was twice as high as what it should be, or it's just the the weird corner cases. Uh, but I think for the most part, territory battles has kind of gone off without a without a hitch outside of <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. yeah fingers crossed we're halfway through and the the first uh you know 10 minutes when everyone went to go start filling platoons was a little little rough but uh oh man my brain melted then i was like this is this because is, it for me when i was looking at it i'm like i couldn't make the immediate switch that they were swapped because not only were they swapped they were in the backwards order yeah so when you're looking, you're like, okay, top left Palpatine, you, you look top left and you're like, there's no top left Palpatine. Yeah. So I immediately was like, all of this is wrong. Like, it's just completely wrong. Um, but yeah. So that is uh, great. So on that note, do we want to talk about territory battles? Yeah, let's bit? talk about territory battles. I mean, it's 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 not like it's a new exciting game mode that, that people are, are, no. are talking about. The, the no. people seem to be seem to be chatting. It's not, it's not brand new at all. No. no. Um, yeah, so we are three days, so it's three days in, and we are in phase two on light side and dark side. Um, and we're in phase three. So yep. planet-wise, we're on Braca and Genosis for light side and dark side, and we're on Tatooine, which is the Reva zone for um phase three. Yep. So we're decently in there in the mix which is fun we're starting to see a little bit of difficulty i mean it's it's um the first day was i mean it wasn't we still had some challenges like i didn't understand what the fuzzy hair buff was over on on the lights on coruscant so i did never pushed it Right um, and lost a fight because I thought that that was the you don't want to push the button and that was that was bad. Well, so there was a there is a bug with it where yeah. if you use it and you, it seems like if you use it and you pop Jedi Master Luke's ultimate, I got burned by it. Yeah, that's what burns you. So I was in there and I was like, I can't pop his ultimate because I was using the ability. Yeah, so I was like, I can't touch. So I did the whole thing without popping Jedi Master Luke's ultimate because I was terrified. Um, that I was going to get burned. So it's been okay. Yeah. <laughs> like there's yeah. not, there actually aren't that many bugs, which is good. Yeah. Uh, I, I think the, the the biggest 
So, so part of, I think the difficulty is people are trying to wrap their head around is how much of it is it, is it tied to not filling platoons? Um, right. You know, that that's, you know, we did uh, Mustafar on day one and day two. Yes. And between day one and day two, we finished the platoons. Day two was significantly, I thought was significantly easier. Not that mm-hmm. it was tough, but I just thought it was a little bit easier from, from that side. Um, but, you know, I, I don't, I don't know about you. I've been surprised at how easy the middle missions seem to be. Yeah, I agree. Um, it seems like it's harder on the sides and it's easier in the, it's easier in the middle. Um, but where they're killing you in the middle is there's a lot of set characters that you kind of need to, to move things forward. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, it's, you know, getting people to understand that, that, platoons are or, or operations or whatever we're supposed to call them are more <laughs> important than actual combat missions mm-hmm. um but you know it, it's a <laughs> um it really stinks when you try to use the profundity without the outrider but it also that. stinks when you try to use it without millennium falcon let me yeah, tell you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i think yeah. we both tried that and we're like nope yeah. We we were uh, we were joking before the show kicked off, and you know I I used to love it when when Sergi would get on and and clearly had not read anything about like what what was going on in the game and just tried things and it didn't work and you could, you're like well no if did you know ABC like oh no I didn't yeah that was me for the past couple of days like I have paid attention to none of the other teams that people are running I'm like oh well this makes sense to me and then just getting just crushed on on certain things so well. And so I think that's actually a really good thing to touch on because I've seen a lot of people say that they're just jumping in and they're not reading the modifiers and they're just going into it. And um, I've even seen comments of like, oh, it's not like a puzzle. It's just clearly you have to have a wide roster and like be able to do it. And I was like, well, it's it's not a puzzle in the sense of there being RNG and knowing how to manage the fight. It's a puzzle in terms of knowing what works where. Yeah, yeah. And so like the example that I gave was Jedi Knight Luke lead is not going to do you any good on Coruscant because you're going against clone commanders yep. and, and their, their lovely little green locked buff is that they set everyone's speed to 150. So his leadership is going to be useless for you yep. because they're there and, and you're screwed. His leadership is great in Bracca phase two. Yep. I've, loving it for the Jedi mission. I'm like, this is fantastic. I can control the team. I've been using him um, with Jedi Master Luke underneath him instead of the the opposite way. Um, And it's fantastic. But that's a clear thing where, you know, you're not getting the clone clone commander there. That buff's not going to be there. So it's going to work for that planet. And I mean, same thing where... CLS is getting wrecked on light side, doing great in the mix zone. Yep. Um, so it's these little like things that are kind of being shifted of what to do where and when. It, and I think where where and you mentioned this before we got on the air is, is part of the challenge that people I think are running into is because you know historically we we've been given a view of kind of what characters we're going to run into, what what enemy characters. Uh, but we're not figuring that out until we actually walk into the mission. So I, and I mm-hmm. think it was in zone two mid. Um, there's a case that one of the the modifiers is like uh, health, or it's it's a heal over time that, yes. that people get. 
And when they have heal over time, they have counter. And I took an AE heavy team in mm-hmm. and just got brutalized because they were, it was like, oh, I just, I, I basically turned my team into basics because every time you use an AE ability, they just turn around and just kind of mode right through whatever, you know, whatever target actually had that. So like some of it is, I heard Solo say this on on Gambit earlier this week, and 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 I agree with him that because they're static, we're very quickly going to get like the book of of working built yeah. around these missions. And and but um, on the flip side of it, it's pretty time intensive right now, just based mm-hmm. off of the sheer volume of missions. And I think that you know having that that book and just being able to go like, look, no, I know if I just bring in this team, I'm going to be able to kill it. And just kind of get it done and, and get into the more complex pieces. I, I think people look forward to that as well. So, yeah. And that's the thing is I think we're all kind of testing things and trying things out. It's the first run. So nothing is known. And that like even more in the sense of nothing being known is yeah. we don't even know the enemy kits. Like it's not like past territory battles where you could go into the info screen and read about, you know, Django and the Reek yeah. and all of the and the Nexu and like you could read all the enemy stuff. We can't do that here, so we don't really know what's happening. Um, I don't know if that's because there's so many different ones because of the paths being built out yeah. and how you're facing different enemies because you're on different planets. I think it would be great if they put that in a forum post that we could yeah. just access because um that would be really awesome information to have. What I what I do like though is the, the missions are are very thematically correct on the mm-hmm. planet. Like so, I got to do the the Mace Kit Fisto mission. Okay. And in phase two, it's Sidious because Mace and and Kit went into that into that mission. So like, I I thought that that was really cool. Like seeing some of those things. Um, you know, I. I, I bugged out on the mission where where Lord Vader's in the second half of that. I thought that I thought that was pretty cool. Um, the the Bracca missions from I don't even remember where Bracca is, but it was very purge centric, you know, purge trooper centric and kind of inquisitorious. Mm-hmm. I, so I thought that that's been cool from that that side. Um, you know, I can't tell you how much relic material I've burned this week just being able oh, to try and just do missions um it's you know it is it's a lot and i think that's um another thing to keep in mind is you you want to relic your characters so that you can have teams to use but you also want to be able to fill the platoons um so it it is a lot and you you need to keep in mind too like you can't go in undermanned so if you have four characters at relic seven left over and one mission left to do in say the mix zone you need that fifth character yeah. to 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 be able to do that mission. So it's it's a little bit of that, like kind of fine. I've been planning out all of my combats before I even start so that yeah. I don't screw myself over, especially if you're in a guild that is staggering their preloads and you can do relic six characters yeah. and relic seven characters on the same day and split them that way. Um, I will say I do agree with you. It is time intensive. I'm, I don't know if it's because it's the first week or and we're figuring out or what yeah. the deal is. I'm doing maybe half, three quarters tops of the missions available because I don't have Jabba, yep. don't have Afra, don't have Kira at, at Relics. I don't have Lando at Relics. There are all, a lot of these locked missions. Couldn't do Geonosha, 
Gene Oceans today that I just can't do. And it's yeah. still taking me about an hour. And where that's going to, that's going to raise a problem is like, I, I'm, I've just decided I'm not going to do my conquest or my, my grand arena fights on, right. on this round. I, I just, I don't have the cycles. I, I don't, I love this. I love this game enough that I'm going to sit down and talk to you for two hours about the game, but <laughs> I need to not be in the game two hours a night. You know, there, there, those are the things yeah. that I want to do. So um, something's got to give and it's, it's, uh, you know, I, I think it's easier for me in this case, cause I'm, I'm okay walking away from Grand Arena. I understand that there are other players that are like, you know, the, whether you're on the cusp of maybe relegation or promotion, whether you're, you're playing maybe in the high end of, of K1, where there's a, a feel that you need to kind of keep pushing on these things. I just, um, you know, th- this is where it's a conversation of kind of really one of the important things in life. And while this is a lot of fun, I think it's, it's, I, I'm, I'm thankful for the fact that I can actually kind of step back in, in, in some of those cases. I don't know how you're doing it because again, just trying to herd cats. And I think um, part of it, I, I think we'll see it kind of level out a little bit, mm-hmm. um, but you know, big five years of territory battles has kind of helped from a planning perspective, just kind of understanding <laughs> what, what needs to happen. But, um, yeah. You're kind of just like, okay, we need to do this and, and go. I mean, the, the great thing is um, I'm using, I, I normally don't use a like planner that manipulates itself while, while we're in territory battles. I usually just go off of memory and I, I make the plan on paper kind of thing and then yep. put it into action and then tweak it after the fact. Um, but because I'm using an, like an interactive spreadsheet, I can tweak it as we're going. So, you know, the Geonosius fleet, originally I put in that we'd probably get 25 people to complete it out of 50. And I'm like, uh, today I was like, I'm just going to go and put a big fat zero <laughs> on that and just tweak our plan and see what happens because, yeah. you know, you're collecting real time data. So it kind of. It's a little bit nicer that way so that you can tweak the plan and see if you can still yeah. meet what your original goal was. Um, but yeah, it is. I-, I will say everyone is surprisingly good with being hoarded or hoarded, herded. Yeah. Uh, so it has been relatively smooth so far for us, knock on wood. Um, yeah, and it's it's interesting. I'm I'm curious... I'm just curious how this is going to go moving forward. And I am, I don't know about you, but like when you look at the map, I want to know what those bonus zones are. Yeah. Those empty spaces are like what, because this is um, something that I noticed. There really aren't a lot of get three missions. No, there's not. At, at least not in, in South of four, you know, right. I, I haven't looked a whole lot on the other side of it. Um, I will, you know, as much as we told people not to do it, mm-hmm. I'm, I immediately took a look at like, what do I need further on? Like there's a, I think there's a, actually there's a mission for R9 Phoenix. And I, you know, jokingly last week, like I'm taking Phoenix to R9. I don't care. It's my birthday. And it wasn't, it was just being stupid, but yeah. Um, and then I sat down and looked at what it takes to get them. There. Right. And I immediately just got depressed. Like, how is this ever going to happen? It's like, don't, don't look at that. I, I mean, it's, I, I'm looking no. in the, in the context of what did I do in the phase today? 
and can I just take that team into the next phase? And, and how many of those characters are ready to go into the next phase? And and I'm prioritizing relics on the, that gap. Right. You know, it's it's can I find a team that's got four characters ready to go, and can I slide it in and maybe push the fifth character up so that I can do that do that mission from that that side? But um, you know, the current state of relics are just not going to allow anyone to push to to push e- even if the if the mats were available there's just there's just too many pieces that just just aren't as part of that so um yeah yeah i'm i'm really curious um about the quantity of relic materials we'll get in the reward box because we know what's in it we just don't know the quantity yeah. of stuff um so that would be i think really telling in terms of if it's going to help make the uh I don't want to call it like a relic gate, but like the relic crunch that we are all feeling right now. um, If that will alleviate it a little bit. Um, But there was a question that's actually on, on with territory battles that was asked earlier. So depressed Wampa was asking, considering you guys are our end game, what are you going to use your get three on? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I think for the time being, it's probably going to be Relic 8, Relic 9. That's what material. I'm thinking. Um, yeah. I think the Omnicron is a trap. Yeah, I was thinking about it, and I was like, yeah, it's only one mat, which I shouldn't turn my nose up at, but it is only one mat, and it's really expensive. Yes, and I would, I think I'm going to go farther with my roster by being able to build more Relic yeah. 8 characters or even yeah. Relic 5 characters um, or f- like the 5 to 7 gap. Yeah. Like that yeah. is going to be huge to fill out. Um, yeah, I think that is more important. And then we'll see if they put a character in there or not. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what to expect in that store. Um with with the the low cap in that store, I mean, what I'm going to spend it on is I don't know, but I'm going to spend it because I'm never going to hit that cap. Right. To, ca- caps are caps are the worst place to be because it, it, anything past that is 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 invaluable. So it's it's a uh, character comes, the character comes. Uh, you know, so I'm going to pause for one second because I have a yep. dog who's trying to go to sleep in the at the door behind me. <laughs> Um, okay, so while Pico handles that, <laughs> Wayne, I see your question there about, um, um, I'm just looking in chat, Pico. There's another question from Wayne yeah. Tech Gaming. Would you say a dark side heavy roster should still balance with light side or go right into Java? They have uh, Ma- Malik C, Starkiller, an executor at the moment. So this would be your second Galactic Legend? Yeah. I, I don't know about you, but I I think to still go after Java just because of Smuggler's Run 2. Yeah. I'm I'm leaning towards Java. I'm curious like if your guild is doing this this territory battle if they are there is a java mission in every phase yeah yeah um so and they're not special missions 
They're just combats that he's yep. locked into, which means that even if you're preloading a phase, because it's not a special mission, you can do it again the next day. Um, So that's huge in terms of like, I know, I know platoons, operations, whatever. I'm going to call them platoons until I die. Probably. <laughs> I know that they are worth more than combat yeah. missions, but every combat wave that you can get is huge to yeah. help um pr- make your progress right uh 350 million gp but not the most efficient okay but i mean you're probably still doing this territory battle but and I, I think and again i'm going to go back to to the conversation you and zareth had around smugglers run two and, mm-hmm. and keep in mind that when that event comes in that is a big influx of relic material and mm-hmm. high-end relic material that is 60 calibration uh units which is huge. Yeah. And it's four or six um, health mods as well. Like just, just the, of all the things in, that, that happen in, in a week in, in galaxy of heroes, like that's the one that I'm looking forward to the most right now, because it's giving me a lot of things that I need calibrations, mod stuff and, and actual mods to slice mm-hmm. uh, because that's, that's energy. I mean, that, that directly yeah. represents energy across the game. So well, and that's going to be huge, and also just for your roster in gen- in general. Yeah, like good mods put mean you can compete against higher rosters yeah. in GAC. You can get solid raid performance in territory battles when you're swapping mods, like all that kind of swap mods for conquest territory, like whatever it is. Like you you want that mod material. Um, so I would. I would go that way. I will say as well, because I was heavily leaning to Lord Vader before Jabba, and then I flipped it because I went against all of the advice that I ever give anyone, which is don't pivot. Um, <laughs> and I pivoted. So uh, the the farm for Jabba, other than the marquees, like take the marquees out of it. The gear is the worst bit because he wants so many more carbs for for his requirements but now that they're accelerated it is wild how quickly you pick them up i have 1200 carbs right now yep Uh, like so when you're looking at that it's really the gear he doesn't need a ton of high relic characters for his requirements versus like someone like lord vader needs way more signal data invested in his um so you want to look at that too in my opinion. Uh, there was also another question in here from, yeah. Wad, I think it was Waddles, is are there any uh, Grand Arena, I'm sorry, Territory Battle on the grounds that are sticking out? Mm-hmm. I have heard good things about Finn. Okay. Um, I've also heard good things about Kyle Katarn. Okay. Um, both on Jedi and Mon Mothma with, with either or. Okay. Um, I think those are the only two. I don't know if anyone's tried Rolo. I haven't seen any Rolo. Uh, I have seen two people try it, and mm-hmm. it did not do well. Okay, so that is... But I think know. they were light side missions, and I think part of it is... I, I think it was... That was the days... Against... I think that was the, it was the days mission that they tried it on, and I think that just kind of shut mm. the team down because of that. Um, and it doesn't have a cleanse. Yeah. Uh, so So... I tried Finn on day one. Um, 
and failed miserably because I didn't understand. Uh, I didn't understand the the um, democracy debu or the democracy right. ability. So I, I screwed that up, and then I, I just haven't gone back to it yet, uh, which I, I should. Uh, and I I am running an Omni Kyle Katarn on Jedi Master Luke. Mm -hmm. But it's hard to tell the impact of that one. Where on, on Mon Mothma, it's really easy to see what it does. Yeah. Um, now there are a couple of people in Old Dirty Blasters that put the Gamorrean Guard one on, mm -hmm. um, and they're happy with it. What I think that one might be a better uh, Omnicron because, like, where I'm going to break, I'm going to try and break Karsantin off onto an Afro team to see what happens there. Um, right. So I ran Jabba with just Gamorrean Guard today. Mm -hmm. And because he doesn't have a pre-taunt without the Omni, it got wow. real, real dicey in there. Like, you know, Boosh sitting it in red for most of the fight. Oh. So, so if you put his Omicron on. I think it's the first time a character falls under 50%, he immediately taunts. Mm -hmm. And like, a, a, they get a bunch of stuff back coming, you know, like health and things coming back out of it. So, you know... I, I've always viewed those as as plugs into a plugged holes in a roster, probably more than anything else. But um, I, I haven't. I, I don't know about you. I haven't seen the same level of massive impact, I guess, of those mm -hmm. omicrons as it did on, on light side territory battles. Yeah, I think it's also trying to figure out what works where. Still, yeah, yep. Um, you know. Being halfway through the territory battle, we don't really know all of the data yet, unfortunately. Um, yep. But it, it is nice to know that there are Omicrons that are that people will have already applied that are carrying yep. over well. So that is reassuring. Um, we and I have not heard anything about IPD's Omicron. Yep. I don't. I don't even know who has it. To be honest with you, um, I haven't heard much about Cassian's either. I did, and I heard it was hot garbage if hot garbage was rolled in dog poop. Oh, no. I wonder if yeah. it was, like, the wrong zone. I don't know. I I, Ooh, yikes. I I know it's supposed to be a magma trooper that does more damage than magma trooper, but I think it was um, a magma trooper that doesn't do damage is what mm -hmm. they got. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, and then Platoon's being more yep. valuable it, that that is a factor i will say so for our plan that we're doing um because i know people are kind of also like focusing on this that platoons are worth more which they are like the points for platoons are worth more if based off what we can fill right now because we're not you know like yeah we're, we're in a end game guild but we're not you know being like you have to relic this character for platoons by next next territory battle like that's ridiculous um because you don't want to I, I personally don't want to take away from farms right like there are more yeah. important things and we can plug those platoons in slowly over time um the combat missions though being able to do the combat missions as soon as i start plugging into my planner that we're not doing them we start losing stars yeah so yes platoons are worth more but your combat waves, at least initially right now, especially while you're strategically preloading, they do matter. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, as soon as we start dropping waves and stuff, I'm like, oh, there goes a there goes a star. Um, because that was the thing for phase one. 
we did three stars on the light side. So Coruscant and Corellia, we three starred both. So we got six stars and we preloaded Mustafar, the dark side planet. We could have gotten two stars in Mustafar. Um, and I was like, I, I made the call not to do it because yep. I'm not going to intentionally drop a star now just to progress us further into the map when I know there is potential for us to drop a star because of combat waves later on. Um, so yeah. Uh, DCB fan. If you can't fill all the platoons, is it better to fill what you can or do combat? So this depends. Um, I've had this conversation a couple of times. If you can fill the platoon fully, as in like the whole, like one, two, three, whichever one you're looking at, you'll get the points for it. And if you can fill every two, either gives you a bonus level or deactivates a, a bonus level, depending which one you're filling. Um, if you are preloading zones and you're staggering them. So I'm going to use the example that, that we are using right now in our guild. So we have uh, Bracca, and uh, we are three starring Bracca right now for phase three. And then for um, Tatooine and Genosis, we are preloading them. So we're not starring them. We can fill one platoon on Genosis and Tatooine which is 11 million points each. We're not going to fill them today. We're going to wait and fill them in phase four um, because what will happen is in phase four for us, we're going to three-star both of those planets, hopefully, and preload um, Kashik. But if I can... The math that I was doing in my planner, we were going to be short in the preload for the light side planet there um like 30 million points or something like that it was still going to work out it was going to make a star later on in like phase yeah. six hard to attain because of how that preload worked by filling the platoons on day four instead of today I can take the raw GP that we would have deployed to those zones to three star them and put them into the preload yeah of light side, yep. right? And then when you keep staggering and you push forward that way, it all just trickles forward. And assuming <laughs> the missions are somewhat okay for us, we it, it makes that star easier to attain. And, and, and I would also think though, as, as people talk about, is it platoons or is it combat and why combat still matters? Mm -hmm. There's a lot of pressure on officers and, and players in these preload scenarios to not screw up. Yeah. So, so some of it is it's don't completely discount combat missions and like, well, you know, it doesn't matter if I go over two, no, no, no. Cause if you start pushing two for two, that all of a sudden, then that means no, I can actually three-star this node without preloading on a day in advance. And it just kind of lowers the overall anxiety level of everyone kind of involved and, and it allows to kind of push forward that way. So. Yeah. That's a, that's a really big thing because like for us, we're like, okay, e even this morning before the phase switched, I was like, I am groggy. I was half asleep <laughs> and I was like, we got to walk this up to the line for the preload. Um, and I just said to, in our officer chat, I'm like, I'm half asleep. Somebody else needs to do this. Otherwise we're going to wait like an hour for me to wake up because uh, I will, I will, I will mess it up. So uh, 
Yeah. My, my favorite thing of territory battle so far, and I will not share the name, but uh, one of our members is often Las Vegas having way more fun than the rest of us. And mm-hmm. they asked if they could deploy early mm-hmm. because they weren't sure they'd be able to do it when they were drinking later on in the night. I'm like, that, that just, that was like, we're going to open it up so they can, so they can drop it and then go do their thing. So um, yeah. Yeah. So it's good. I, and I will say too, I know a lot of people were worried about the 24 hour phase going from 36 to 24. It seems okay so far. Um, and I, I don't know if every guild can do this, but it has been helpful for us. We brought on another officer who does have territory battle experience. Yeah. Um, and he just happens to be in a different time zone from us. He's in the UK and you know when i'm asleep he's awake so (laughs) it works out fairly nicely that way um which has made it significantly easier to manage yeah absolutely uh i I have been zero help in in planning for this over the past week uh so yeah uh all the credit to everyone else it is it is very interesting and i was kind of like saying we really need to get in and see this because we were just guessing what we could do based off of how many characters people had. So it is a lot more interesting now that we're actually in it to see what's happening. And I think that I guess the last point that that I I want to add in here is, well, we did not get like a beta run of Mm -hmm. territory battles because of the way the units came into platoon that scythe is heavily needed and it's just not even, even available. Um, some of the Afro characters are not there. This does feel a little bit like it's like a beta run. Um, not all the tools are in place. Not everything's yeah. there. I, I think it's going to be really different for a lot of people in January, kind of what it what it takes off and kind of everything's in place. And we, we kind of have the the platoon framework there, you know, for the next couple of years as, as we push through this. So mm-hmm. um, That's but it's good. been fun. I've, I've been having a ton of fun with it. So mm-hmm. um, Mole made a really good point that, because there's so many battles and the time investment, 36 yeah. hours would make it nicer in that regard, which I do agree with, um, sadly. But um, anything else you want to mention on territory battles? Um, yes. I, I have one last thing I want to add. You know, yes. I just got this awesome Afra, um, and she has a dedicated mission on phase one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have to platoon BT one and trip zero. So I would love it if we could just get more of those. Like, I know we're not Mm -hmm. demanding anyone do this, but maybe we could demand for me. Yeah. Um, So that you don't have to. Yeah. I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to use my content creator cred right now and Mm -hmm. just mandate that this needs to be in my writer contract that someone else needs to take care of these for me. So. Yeah, it is. Uh, It is very, (laughs) very demanding. And I feel, I I always feel bad because you're like, I can do these. I'm like, I know I've already counted you in (laughs) to do those. Uh, So yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is a lot. So hopefully I think, and and this is what I've been remembering and it helped a lot for me to go back and look at my notes that I kept from Lightside Geo. Um, And knowing how we mapped that path, which was the first three phases of ships, we we did the first three zones, we did the first three zones across the bottom, so we got to the CAM mission, and we stayed in the first zone of middle. The whole it was like a, a weird yeah. U. And 
that was it. That was all we did for a, for a few months before we started pushing in a little bit more. And when I think about that, I'm like, that is like, there's half the map that we never explored yeah. right off the bat there. And to know that that's the same thing that's happening here. I'm like, okay, this is exactly yep. the same in that regard. Yeah. So. And, and I think people are going to get decent reward, but we're going to assume that gear and all the other pieces are going to be nice coming out of that. But, but the get one, twos and threes, we're going to see, I think people are going to see equal, if not better in, in the new piece. So people will be excited about it from that standpoint. And again, we get to go back at it in two weeks, which is kind of the exciting part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We can, we can improve and see the improvement more over time. So that will be, that'll be good. Um, anything else? No, I think that's it. I think we kind of discussed our Bantha in the room, our negative, negative points. So I feel like we can jump over into, I love you. I know, which we also maybe kind of discussed. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> but in case it wasn't clear pico what have you been loving after seven years of this game holy so, yeah um, holy you know i i i think this is bordering on the longest that I've, I've actually played kind of any kind of game like this for a while and again it's i i love the characters coming in i'm i'm i am again i'll, I'll I'll caution myself with with I'm going to say this, and I know everyone thinks that I, I'm too uh, maybe too kind to CG, but uh, I am constantly impressed by their way or their ability to change what we think is important to drive what their goal is of big deep rosters. Right. The little shift around platoons being more valuable and relicking characters for the sake of relicking. Mm-hmm. and still making combat missions successful i've just been impressed with that change in territory battle like we hear a lot that they don't listen i that to me is is a sign that they listen is is the the seven year piece the reality afro and the droids are in the game um I, I i love the character they were a great comic book run um we'll see if it, it pans out the way that it wants but uh, i'm excited that i have her uh I'm excited. It's a lot of red fire and explosions on the screen and yeah. a lot of debuffs and it's going to be a ton of fun. So yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be good. I'm, I'm pretty excited for you. So I'm excited to see what you do. Um, Yeah. I mean, I think we know I'm just loving the territory battle right now. <laughs> yeah. It's you, just, you like it. Are, are you, is, is that really what you're saying? Yeah, you're, you're definitely, down. Definitely like it. Um, yeah, I think that that's about all. I I, I mean, considering it, it's a brand new game mode, we're still learning. There have been like a few bugs that we've yeah. we've caught on to and whatever. It's not as buggy as you know it could have been, so to speak. At least yet, <laughs> we don't know what's coming. Um, so. Yeah, we'll see how how the rest of it plays out. But uh, I'm excited. I'm I'm I think I'm more excited to see um 
what happens with teams being used where and like how successful they are and the improvement. And I I don't know about you, but I've been doing my battles as like a baseline set. So I haven't been remodding. Yeah. Um, And I'm still able to go one out of two or two out of two with them. Some of them I'm like, okay, this team did not work at all. Like bad idea. Um, like wasn't even close. Even if you remodded, it would probably still not work. So it's kind of nice to have that as a baseline. And then I'm like, okay, so this one went one out of two, which means it has potential. So what can I take? Yeah. Um, which is good to know for, for future. So I, I'm definitely enjoying that. Yeah. Um, knowing what teams have to be remodeled and what teams don't. And then also knowing that next week I'll be able to actually, or in two weeks, I'll be able to use the same team on that mission and kind of, again, kind of just get into a little bit more of a rhythm where, where things sit. It's, it's been nice to kind of see that. So. Yeah, exactly. Um, I didn't see anything in discord corner in terms of questions. And I think we've hit all of the questions in chat already. Um, Okay, so DCB fan, I just saw one more. How has Echo, like Echo Base, also been updated to include the new territory battle? It is updated. Right now, you have to be a Patreon to have access to it. Um, just while while everything is stabilizing. The um the creator behind Echo Base did say he is gonna make it so that you don't have to be a Patreon, but it probably won't be available until like January. He's just trying to stay stabilize all the backend stuff yeah. um so there is that and then hot utils has been pu- pushing out all of their new tools as well which are working really nicely i've been using both of theirs um and they're working nicely separately and together so uh, i'm gonna make a plug for both of them folks these are people that do this as side hustles they, they're, they're not yeah. their jobs they do it on the side and um i i know what infrastructure to run these applications cost they're asking for patreon not to make money out of their pocket they're making for it to do things like run the server and actually pay for the service so yeah if, if you want to use a tool man just throw them a couple of bucks yeah uh, and like like they, they echo base and it's, it's well worth it so echo base the you don't need to be a specific tier to get the access the higher tier you are it just means if you're like say you're in an alliance the higher tier you pay, you can have more guilds in your alliance have access. So like I just picked the, lo- so it was three bucks a month. And I was like, that's fine. Like I have no problem giving you money and I'll probably just continue it after the fact because I've used the t- yep. tool cons- tons. So, and he's doing so much work on such short notice. That's the other thing is a lot of this data came out and CG put out the posts with the platoons and all that kind of stuff on such short notice uh, for developers, I should say, um, that they were like scrambling to turn around these tools and things that we don't think about. I I was talking to one of the Hot Utils guys and he was saying, you know, being able, something is as easy or as simple as being able to deploy your entire roster, not just light side, dark side, but also light side, dark side and ships completely turned around how they do things. Yeah. Um, so it just completely messes with their their coding in the back end. But yeah, they're they're all hustling and, and getting the tools out as quickly as possible, which is very much appreciated. So um 
I don't think we need to look at the meta report because we haven't had a profundity event. event we have either. Um, so we can we can just skip that and go straight to Uncle Owen's moisture farm, where we can talk about what we are, what we are currently farming in game because everyone knows work comes before going to Tashi Station to pick up power converters. Whew, Pico. I, so, I don't know if I'm going to be surprised by, way, by what you're farming, but... Yeah, you know, I'm not farming anything right now. It's it's more, I need to sit down and figure out a relic plan mm -hmm. and, and what I'm going to go after. It's it's relic material, but uh, I've got to start putting together a plan for, for R6+. Plus. Right. And R6 is not a place anyone should ever stop. R R R6... Um, makes me want to throw up in my mouth when I see characters at R6 because that's just not, it shouldn't even be a number. It, it should be five or seven, eight and nine down the line. But um, I've, I've got to come up with a plan and kind of figure out what it is that I, I'm going to go after. I I had a plan of what I wanted to do coming into the new year and now it's thrown out the window is, is we've got to just start, you know, getting these characters, whether it's for, for missions, whether it's for platoons. And, and I just... I got to figure out where it's at. I'm going to take the next couple of weeks at the end of the year, relax, get a plan together and kind of launch into it in January. So. Yeah. Um, I think that is fair. Um, and I know I've been telling people and I'm sure you're thinking about it in the same way as I'm not going to relic a character for platoons and only focus on platoons. Like yeah. there's, you still have to balance that with, yep. with your actual teams that you're working on. So. Yeah. yeah. Right now with relics, it kind of feels like, I don't know how, if, if you do Christmas shopping this way, but it kind of feels like, you know, hey, did we get the kids, uh, you know, teacher a $5 <laughs> Starbucks gift card? Like, oh yeah, here's another $5. There, there's another relic level on someone. It feels like I'm just kind of end of year, just throwing relics at, at people just to to kind of get, get through everything. And I, I need to get back to a plan so that I can be a little bit more effective with this. Yeah. So, yeah. It does feel that way. <laughs> yeah. uh, um. So I have been farming the job out requirements and I've been doing really good. I think I, I mentioned this last week. My plan was to get them because I wanted to hoard the gear for Grand Inquisitor and to get them to Relic 7 right away. Um, I've been taking them all to Gear 13 initially as I work on them. And then I was going to worry about their Relics after the Grand Inquisitor event. And then I I didn't pivot. I, I like paused um in the sense of i uh i need 103 electriums to get an entire yeah. relic 7 inquisitor squad for the reva mission by the time it rolls around um at the end of december when grand inquisitor is back so i have completely paused the gear farm in terms of what the Java requirements need because I was realizing I was like oh, I'm probably using this gear yeah. on them. Yeah. So I am farming gear that I can scrap at the scavenger for electric. Yep. And I I said this yesterday to Zareth and I was looking at those ten dollar gear twelve packs and I was like, do I buy one just so I can scrap it? <laughs> no. Look. <laughs> I said no. Okay. I know. <laughs> I haven't done it. I should clarify. I haven't done it. Um, but I, I need 103 Electriums. And I yeah. bought in, in Conquest. I normally buy the 
is it impulse detectors or air, yep. whatever one, whatever ones those are. Uh, I normally buy those and I was like, nope, I need electric. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it was, um, it's been eye opening, but it's not too bad. So I need, I need 103 electriums and I need like 16 Zinvittles or something yeah. like that. Um, so it's not too bad in that regard. Uh, but yeah, the, um, Hondo farm. So Hondo went farmable last week, correct? Correct. So in a week, I started, so I started farming him either the day he dropped or the day after it was, it okay. was one of those two. He was at three stars, like no, didn't buy any yeah. shards in the store, no calendars, just so everyone's aware. Three refreshes a day. I need 12 Hondo shards. That is how fast it was to farm him. Did they accidentally make him accelerated and they didn't realize it? It was so, so, so fast, guys. Like, it is insane how fast it was to farm him. And he's Cantina, is that correct? He's Cantina. He's Cantina, okay. I think he's eight energy. Oh, jeez. It is dirty <laughs> how fast it is. It's been yeah. a week and I need to, like, I haven't done my Cantina refreshes today. I'm going to do them after. Yeah. And I'm assuming I'll be done today. So if you find a use for Honda, could you please tell me? Yeah. I, I don't know if I'm going to uh, use him yet. I just want him farmed. I just yeah. want it out of the way and done. And then I can go back to signal data. So um did you ever watch uh, South Park? Like uh, yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so there was an episode way back in the day that that um, the idea of underwear gnomes, and the underwear gnomes had a three-step plan for making profit, which is it's it's actually relevant in this case. So, mm -hmm. step one was steal underwear. Step three was profit. Yeah. They never talked about what step two was. Yeah. So so that this is Honda. Like Honda's a plug and play character. Mm -hmm. Great. Where do I plug him into? Honda's a plug and play character. No one ever says where he plugs in at. It's it's that I, that's what I just can't seem to to wrap my my head around with him. So sorry for the segue on that. No, it's um, it's I'm curious and I'm like, I just need him farmed. I need him out of the way, and then I can focus on other farms yeah. afterwards. Um, but yeah, I was like it, and I get, I know he's eight energy, so that speeds it up, but I'm still yeah. pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Something done. I mean, it's that, that's kind of one of the nice things about it is that it's something that's, that's done. So. Yeah. So anyway, that is really exciting. I think at least it's out of the way it's done. And then. Once, once I get those 103 electriums, <laughs> I can go back to my Java yeah. uh, requirements. I will say, so, so far for the Reva mission, it looks like you can intersperse who your fifth is. Okay. Um, I've seen runs with second sister. I've seen runs with um, seventh. I've seen runs with eighth brother, like just who they decide to plug and play to put in. Um, and it looks like it's working. I am not going to try to jinx this or put it out there. I still think the mission is bugged. Yeah. So whether or not that holds true the next time it rolls around, 
will remain to be seen. I run it tomorrow and I will likely leave eighth on the bench Mm -hmm. only because I always leave eighth on the bench and I just understand the other kids. Like it's more familiarity than anything else, but and, and I honestly think familiarity, ugh, familiarity with uh, kits is going to be really important here. Yep. Um, just because you're taking in the modifiers into account as well. So, um, Lion's Den, is there certain no to farm GL tickets or does it really not matter? No, nope. uh, just make sure you're doing the, because I've, I've seen people do this before and they're just spaced on it. Make sure you're doing the alignment with whatever GL you, you are. So if it's dark side, do dark side. Don't don't accidentally farm light side and be like, why aren't they dropping? Because they won't. Um, I personally have always farmed the gear that I need for the galactic legend yeah. when i'm when i'm farming the tickets that way i have it uh ready to go so but i know people farm kairos i know people farm stuff to scrap at the scavenger as long as you do the dark or light whichever yeah. one it is you're you're set um yeah a- any other thoughts no i don't man i think we probably should have talked about this ahead of time. This may be our last episode until 2023. Yeah, we don't know what we're doing after the Christmas break that yeah. week yet. So we'll see. We may have one. We'll we'll post on the Discord server yeah. what's happening. One of us may be drinking a lot that week, and one of us will not be. I can I can tell. Would, would, yeah would, it's, i hope not <laughs> uh, it's not gonna be me um definitely am not drinking sadly uh, uh yeah so so we'll we see. we may be uh it may not be until till january but uh we'll circle back on where that is so yeah so if you're not in the server you can hop in there yep um and then in january is when we're going to kick off the h&n for good yes uh, yeah, just a, a brief update on that. Everything is kind of up and running. It's it's on the Discord server. We actually, uh, again, greatly thankful. We've, we've got some some donations that are rolling in. Um, we're going to roll this in uh, next month with uh, the Michael J. Fox Foundation uh, for Parkinson's Research. Mm-hmm. Um, so we officially, we're going to roll everything over that people donated in December. We'll roll that into January. And then as we get to the end of the month, we will uh, make that awesome donation there. And we will decide on where our next charity is going to be moving into February. So. Yeah, and if you want to have feedback on the next charity or anything like that, it's all going to happen in the server. Absolutely. So yeah, um, probably need to start moving that up to the top of the podcast. I was thinking about that as we were going through the show. Like we might want to start doing an update to the top, but we'll, we'll figure out where that needs to where that needs to sit. So, good point. Good point. All right. Um, I think that's it then. That's it. That's it. We're we're out of things to talk about. Maybe. Three weeks in a row. That's a lot to talk about. It is. It is a lot. (laughs) All right, guys. So thank you very much for joining. If you're on the stream, listening on the podcast, whichever one you chose. Um, And that ought to do it. Until next time, Chewy, we are home.